everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we took a hiatus last week uh, because Matthew was in Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Remember that James Taylor song? No. Oh, you got you to gotta look it up later. I probably won't. It's my favorite. James Taylor. Well, one, I love James Taylor. Yeah, you, yeah that seems right. Two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Well, I just, I picture you, you're probably a guy who listens to CBC radio too. Mm, NPR. NPR. Okay, well. But like the tiny desks. Yeah. 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 So, and then like, See, I do listen to CBC radio. Yeah. I do. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. yeah the current <laughs> or Q with Tom Power. Not the same uh, since Gian Gameshi, but uh, you know. Yeah, so he's, he's got some issues. I, well, I I literally don't know what you're talking about. I know that last name, obviously. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Everybody else you mentioned, uh, like I said, he, James he's, Taylor. He's a freak. He's into weird stuff. Uh, uh, Gian, I know, I know. But anyway, James Taylor. Oh yeah, yes. James, Taylor. James Taylor. Lovely. Like I said, you, you, that seems about right. Yeah, thank you. He's a great guitar player. Yeah. Does Taylor play a Taylor? Uh, no, he's got his own um, signature series, I think, of of guitar. Like he he makes them or something else. I think he has played Taylor though, James right. Taylor. Is that like self indulgence? Self indulgence? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you're James Taylor, you're sure. when you're James Taylor, you can do what you want. You sure. know what I mean? I respect it. Yeah, Kanye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Wow. I said that. Just right there, right? Uh, do, I, I did you say- know he's Jewish? <sighs> James Taylor? No. Uh, <laughs> Kanye. Kanye. Do you know he's Jewish? Do now. Uh, anyway. It's just, that's a whole episode. Hey, uh, no, well, okay. no. I, you know, mm-hmm. I people say I look Jewish. Should I start claiming I'm, I'm a Jew now? Well, you can get verified on Twitter. Just I just hate. don't understand I, people. No, I know. It's weird. I don't get it. Like, I... Uh, I, anyway, I digress. Yeah, so I was in Mexico. You were um, took a took a trip with my mom and my my two sisters. Kind of a trip we were supposed to take with my dad prior to COVID. Oh, and then dad. It's dark. Uh, well, no, no, it's not dark. <laughs> dad passed away, kidding. and um, never had the chance to take the trip. So yeah. we took it after you know we were allowed to travel. And it was a great time. Had a. 30 degree weather every day, sunny every day, every day in the weather um, app, it said, oh, it's going to rain today. Oh. And every day it didn't rain. It didn't rain. No. You know why? Because <laughs> the Bombays were there. Come on. Favor. Yeah. Um, Great. It was fun. It was awesome. Good. Yeah. Good. Feel refreshed. Have a decent tan. Not a, not a crazy tan, but. It's the Bombay tan. Yeah. 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 Now, um, if you had to guess yeah. which one of my family that attended said trip does not tan. Becky. No. Oh. It's Rachel. Rachel, so she comes from a long line of Irish people. Our <laughs> like, fam- like you. Yeah. <laughs> Except that she got the red-headed Irish side of the oh, family. Oh, she burns easily. She That's burns right. easily. She doesn't tan. That's right. You would have thought she took an Alaskan cruise trip because there is so, no sun. So Rachel had a friend when we were at Bible college will remain nameless. Okay. Um, they did a mission trip to Cuba, I believe it was. Okay. Anyway, this person got so burnt on their back. They had uh, like a sun blister. Oh, yeah. Sure. From one end of their shoulder to the other. Oh. 
And I remember, I think we were in class or like somewhere, a chapel or whatever it was. And chapel, I think it was. Anyway, the sun blister, which was at least a good six inches uh, wide across the back during chapel, burst. Oh, no. (laughs) And this person's t-shirt. No. Like, just wet. It was crazy. And it would be so painful to take off, probably. Oh, it was so like the sad. Skin and the yeah. burning. Oh, that's bad. And they and you could just tell they were in pl- like in pain, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But just the fact that it just went like a like a water balloon. Oh, gross! Was so gross. <laughs> Wild. Anyway, yeah. Uh, no, I, Rachel. Rachel, she didn't burn. She did a good job. Good. I didn't burn. I, uh, you know, being bald, you always worry about uh, the dome. But I, I made sure to. To, to keep the dome covered or to sunscreen. Shout out to Becky, who I know is listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. How did she do? She do okay? Oh, she's great. She's a kind of a mix between. So she yeah. she she doesn't tan like my, me and my mom to an extent. Like yeah. we're like like Bennett, where my son like the minute spring hits and he walks outside, yeah. he has a tan. I'm kind of the same way. Like I just kind yeah. of tan. <laughs> yeah, Bennett's. Yeah. Yeah, he's just. It's oh, great. Um, but she does. She's definitely not on Rachel's side. So okay. yeah, it was good. It just good times, good. good pool, good people, good food. Good, I don't know. It was a, it was a trip. Good. It was great. So. Good. Good reminisced about dad. Yeah. Yeah. Good talks and you know um, the occasional dad saying right like yeah. oh you'd pay this much for this in a restaurant or did did you do all the weird wait, waiter stuff? No. Did you take over that? No. No. My, okay. no, my, my mom did. Oh. My mom spent some time flirting with the boys oh, well, in Mexico, yeah. so she had. The, she, I think she had a great time. All the single ladies, yeah, single <laughs> yeah, ladies. yeah. She, you know, she said uh, as we were leaving um, the resort, she goes, "You know, I'm not going to let fear stop me from doing the things that I've always wanted to do." Yeah, um, and family is too important, and mm. you know, so she kind of had this whole thing of. You know, so many times it was fear of money or fear of time sure. or fear of whatever, where we didn't take family trips or we didn't do something. And realizing that now at her age, she's like, should have just taken the should have just taken the trip. You know, like we should have just done this stuff because you yeah. never know when your time's up. Right. You never know when that thing is going to be finished. So, what? but isn't that though, like the, f- the funny thing is that generation of folks didn't take the trip now. I, I feel like people will just do it and not have the balance around like, well, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, well, it, it's, it's a weird tension, right? Like, I think that may be true to some degree. I think the way, you know, if you like inflation and all that stuff mm, and COVID, th- there's a certain level of like, what can't afford to. And my dad would always say to me, like when it came to tithing, yeah, yeah, okay, my sure. dad would say, I'd say, oh, dad, I can't afford to tithe. <laughs> pre- no, 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 don't, no, just, it no, in, no, baby. stop, stop. I'm not tying it in anything. <laughs> my, my dad would say, but I'd say, I can't afford to tithe. I've got bills, I've sure. got this, I've got that. My dad sure. would say, you can't afford not to tithe. Not to tithe. Yeah. Okay. And it's kind of the same thing when it comes to like family time and it comes to... Hmm these um memory moments yeah. right where you're like wow well, we can't you know we we can't afford to go on a trip because we have this or we have that my mom would say to me all the time 
you'll always be you'll there'll always be a thing there'll yeah. always be a fridge that needs to be repaired there'll always be an item a, a new bed or a new this but you only get a certain period of time with your mm. family you only get a certain period of time to create memories for your kids and for yeah. you and i think not that there's regret but you know the hindsight of 2020 looking sure. back and going oh man i just wish we had done not crazy amounts no, no. but just when we when their time was there to just do it instead yeah. of coming up with an excuse not to yeah no i i i think that's really good because you know it's a good person it's a good balance of of both things right instead of it be just being let's just do it all the time or let's not do it at all no like let's do it because it's it it's significant it's not like we're taking three trips a year yeah but we're also not taking no trips every five years yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying like yeah so yeah, it it was just really nice, and you know when we're gonna do it again? I don't know. Uh, we we mm-hmm. you know we're talking about maybe doing something uh, with all the kids and everybody else yeah. eventually, but we'll we'll you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Well, I'm glad you got to go. That's yeah. that's really nice. It was great. Uh, yeah. Came back to a snowstorm. Well, I was gonna uh, say uh, yeah. yeah. Um, nothing nothing really gets your motor going like a 45 degree weather. Sp- swing in yeah. eight you know in five hours <laughs> it, it, it's like taking a polar bear swim yeah Do you know what i mean oh yeah yeah yeah. i don't know i've never done it but i, I did a I, t- I had a, a spa day oh you did an ice bath well i went from a ridiculously hot sauna oh into a freezing cold ice bath yeah into a salt room which uh, himalayan salt on the walls that apparently help with respiratory things. Like pink salt? Yeah. Like a big like wall of salt. Like what I put on my food? I mean, I would have put it on my food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a salt wall. Nice. Then went from there to a steam room with oh. aromatics. Nice. Then into a, what they called a winter room, which was a room full of snow. Oh. And the guy's like, you're going to find this cold. And I walked in and I said, no, this is not cold. I'm uh, good. This. Into a jacuzzi that was the hottest thing I've ever been to, popped right back into the ice bath, and that was my hydrotherapy session before I went for my massage. Oh. Yeah. It was magical. Well. Yeah. Jesus. Come on. <laughs> I never know how to transition from a hydroponic no. massage. Well you 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 like to you like to rush. You like to rush into the topic. Of I the know d- that jour. people have only so much time. Yeah, <laughs> true. So a couple weeks ago, yeah, uh, two we, weeks ago now. Two weeks ago now, we had. Um, I saw somebody, a uh, friend of ours, Mark Morin. I believe. Oh, okay, it was. I was like Mark. Mark Morin. Yeah, we know a lot of Marks, don't we? Mark Scar. Yeah, it's a lot of Marks. Um, Mark Morin sent uh, a thing in my inbox. Yeah, which was. Um, 18 questions yeah. on how churchy are you? Which is funny from Mark because he, he, I think they attended the same church for like 40. Oh, his whole life. Like 42 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So he, I think he said he got 16 or 17 out of 18. Yeah. That's surprising. I thought he would be 18 out of well, 18. Okay, so when I saw his score, the first thing that came to my mind was, I'm going to get perfect on Yes. Uh, yeah. Not intentionally. I'm just going to get perfect on And so I did it. And sure enough, I got 18 out of 18. Of course you did. But it was very interesting because it led into a wonderful discussion of wonderful. How, how 
how churchy are you? Yeah. And then in that churchy survey, mm. there we landed on the the topic of Holy Spirit. Yeah. And how he functions. Yeah. And and the the kind of the gifts of the spirit, the moving of the spirit. Yeah. Um, talking about miracles, healings. Yeah things like that and why don't maybe we see them yeah and it it was a fascinating discussion because yes. people you know we had a we had a smattering of people who mm-hmm. like there's one girl there um zero out of 18 yeah sure <laughs> uh, no one one out of 18 yeah, sure. she was baptized when you know as a catholic kid. yeah 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 so she's like i don't even know if that counts but i'll give myself a one yeah yeah, yeah. then you had me which is 18 out of 18 yes and then kind of everybody in between and and it was interesting though that the point that I made was that the things where people didn't check off yeah. were often moving of the spirit type of things, right? Have you ever seen a healing? Have you ever prophesied over someone? Right. Um, those kind of of comments, which led into this wonderful discussion of why people, why we think, why people think. Um, the spirit does or doesn't move why God heals or doesn't heal. Why? And, um, it was just kind of a, a, a really cool Sunday. Yeah. Um, to just hear different people's perspectives on stuff and how we all kind of landed on, you know, you landed on the whole love thing, right? Like, you know, we don't, we don't love, you know, sometimes like, okay, maybe controversy. Here we go. Get ready. Buck, Your buck. eyes squinted, so I, I knew something was yeah. coming. I was like, oh, so, you know, like we live in a, a day and age, and I don't know if it's still there, but there was a, a, a big movement of churchy people yeah. following the culturally um, celebrity movement of pastors. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so, like, they were following these cool pastors, these cool churches, these yeah. cool worship teams, these cool, cool, cool. And it had nothing to do about their neighbor. It had nothing to do yeah. about 100%. E- even their own relationship with God to an extent. It was just the cool cultural thing, yeah. right? Oh, elevation worship or, oh, you know, you know, whatever. I shouldn't have, whatever. Anybody. Th- that's fine. Carl okay. Lenz. Sure. Anybody. Those, those guys. And it was yeah. more about following them oh, yeah. than it was about the church or people unsafe people or anything like Jesus that. or Jesus, right? Like it was, it was everything, but yes. Um, and ironically, I just saw a John Christ video yeah. of them inviting you to the church. And that no point was it about Jesus. It was all about, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. we have the coolest, you know, we got the coolest things. thing and Tony Romo's doing our Bible study. And this yeah. guy, yeah. And we have, we have darling check sisters, cousin coming to lead worship one Sunday and just oh, things geez. like that. Right. Like, and none of it had to do with Jesus. And and I honestly think that the, you know, part of the reason why we aren't seeing, like you said, some of the things that um, the Holy Spirit is maybe doing in other countries for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that we've made, again, we've talked about this, the Christianity or faith about us and yeah. not about others. Yeah. And so, like, even I've sometimes caught myself wondering if I pray for somebody's healing or if I pray for anything. Is it because I really want to see that person healed Mm. or is it because I want to be the person that gets a little bit of credit 
for being the person that prayed when that person got healed. And it's actually, I'm taking away the credit from God and Jesus and I'm, I'm putting it on back on me. So that was one thing that you mentioned. And then just, you know, having a, you know, just hear different people's perspective about like one girl, like the one girl, she, she, the idea of a demon being cast out, even though it was very regular. Yeah. And then my, my point of the whole thing, and then I'll let you feel back here. Yeah. yeah. My whole point was that I think we in today's society will look to rationalize or logicalize. I don't know if that's a word. Sure. Um, We can make it a word. uh, Miracles. Yeah. Things that happen. Well, we can say, oh, well, you know, that's that. Coincidence. It's a coincidence. Yeah. And I'm going to use an example for you. Yeah. Okay. So I was just telling you on the uh, ride home when I got back from. Mm-hmm. So the plan was for me to take my flight mm-hmm. from Cancun to Toronto. Yeah. Sleep in the airport. And then from Toronto to Calgary, Calgary to Saskatoon on the way home. Right. And then I had this idea in bed that I'm like, I'm going to call the travel agency and see if I can't just get a direct flight from Cancun to Saskatoon. Because I know that that flight right. exists. Right, right, And it would save me hours and hours and hours, plus sleeping in, a ho- uh, in an airport. And who wants to do that? Nobody. Nobody. So, sure enough, I was able to do it. Got a direct flight. I was so mm-hmm. excited. The only difference, the only thing that was stressing me out was... That my my mom and my sister's flight was at eight thirty p.m. My flight was at six thirty p.m. And the airline company that we work with only had one shuttle to the airport, mm. and it was a very fixed time because they have certain times sure. and flights, and, and like you're it. and you're on this you know transport, and there's no other way. Yeah. Right. So international, you're supposed to technically arrive three hours before your flight. Legally, you you, you only really have to do two. Mm-hmm. And it was an hour and 15 minutes to the airport. So 3.30 is our pickup time. Hour and a half to the airport is 5. My flight leaves at 5.30. But then I found out that, like, it's a... It's a jaunt. It's a jaunt, first of all. Plus, that didn't include security. That didn't include all the, the baggage and all that other stuff. And on top of that, I found out that if they close the... Um, the baggage, yeah, checked baggage an hour before flight, so you can't check your bags after an hour before flight. So this left me a fifteen-minute window, give or take, yeah, to get to the airport, get through security. If all went well, and, and there was no traffic and everything, and and I started to kind of freak out a little bit, thinking, "Oh man, I've booked myself into a, a really bad corner here." <laughs> okay, so. We're, we're 30 minutes before leaving yeah. and we're sitting in the atrium yeah. and just before I got to the atrium, I said, this is my miracle. Okay. I said to God, God, I'm kind of freaking out right now. I'm not going to show it, but I'm kind of freaking out. I need you to give me peace. I need you to do something so that I'm not stressed out for the next three hours trying to figure out mm-hmm. if I'm going to make it to the airport in time. Right. And I said, just do something crazy. Like help me out here was kind of a quick prayer. It wasn't like, you know, whatever. Yeah, no sackcloth. No, nothing like that. It was just while I'm packing. Yeah. While I'm packing, I'm like, God, I, I, I'm really free. I'm freaking out. I go and we sit down in the atrium. Mm. And I'm looking at my sisters. They're sitting across from me. My mom's sitting beside me. And all of a sudden, I get a notification on my phone. Mm. Notification says, Mr. Bombay, your flight has been delayed by half an hour. 
And the reasoning is there's too many flights at the airport. So we just decided your random plane got bumped back 40 minutes, half an hour. Hmm. Now, this is my point. Was that a miracle or was it a coincidence? Was it God really listening to my prayer and bumping 300 people's other people's flight back half an hour, which probably didn't affect them because ironically, I showed up at the same time, right? The exact same time. Yeah. I think think five minutes early, actually. So somehow that worked out. Yeah. And so my point is sometimes God provides miracles. Yes. That we don't look at them as miracles and think of their coincidence. And I looked at that as like, okay, God. I'm taking this as an answer to prayer because the minute that happened, I, I snapped. I don't know if you wow. The, the minute that painful. happened, I wasn't worried anymore. Yeah. I had no peace or um, no stress. I had all peace. No peace. Yeah. And got to the airport and everything was fine. Yeah. I. But here's the thing. Like, I, I think it depends on the lens that you're looking at it with, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from a lens of a person of faith... I can roll with you on that. If, but if you're not a person of faith, that you're like, well, that was just a coincidence. But like, to your point, right? Like a flight, would God do that? So my grandpa, I remember when I was in, I was my sec, uh, third year uh, of school, we were flying home to Nova Scotia from BC to, to go to home to, um, uh, you know, for Christmas. And my grandpa was in the, the hospital with a massive brain tumor. Um, I think we had all resolved that he was just going to die. And I wanted to get to Nova Scotia because of Christmas, right? Like mm-hmm. we had a lot of stuff to do. We had to go see Carrie's family. Yada, yada. Anyway, I, uh, you know, sad that I wasn't going to, knew I wasn't going to say bye to my grandpa. Like the next time I would see him, he would, he would have been passed away. Um, and, you know, just by some weird chance, the flight that was supposed to go from uh, BC to, um, I think it was Toronto to uh, Halifax, it got too snowy. Mm-hmm. And we ended up in Montreal, where my grandpa was. Mm-hmm. And we ended up in Montreal for a time uh, where I got to go see him yeah. and say goodbye to him. Like... That's a miracle. Yeah. You, you know, I, I, I just think sometimes, but you say, you know, we'll say it and people are like, oh, well, that was just coincidence. Like, is it a coincidence that the whole thing got, got yeah. pushed to, to Montreal? Could have been to any other Canadian city. Could have just stayed in Toronto. Could have just stayed in Toronto or whatever yeah. the, the flight plan was. But yeah. like, I, I got to say goodbye to my grandpa. And, you know, I think, um, you know, you can chop it up to whatever you want. But I think from a faith perspective, like we, if God is the one that owns everything and can do everything and is in the middle of everything and is the one that created everything, I think I said that twice. Um, why is it so hard to believe that he can? Well, and that, and that's kind of like, like my two points are that one, I think we always are expecting the parting of the Red Sea miracles. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, the big dramatic yeah. raise somebody from the dead right um walk on water right kind of water into wine type of miracles yeah. right when there are probably many more oh, yeah. much smaller miracles that happen on a daily basis that we bypass because we don't hey i'll, I'll give you one from last night 
Tell me. So Carrie got a uh, a light at IKEA. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I go to put it in last night, and I turn off all the breakers. But it's an older house, so like I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, at the box, and I'm like, okay, well, like everything looks like it's turned off. Legitimately, like go upstairs, take. I want to double check, so I take a. Uh, screwdriver and I was going to tap it on, you know, the uh, one of the electrical wires because if it is still on, it is going to spark. Mm -hmm. I know enough to know that. So I tap, nothing happened. I put everything in all good. I'm like, Oh, that's great. I go to put the bulb in so that I can go downstairs and turn on the thing. And once you know it, the bulb came on, when I put it mm. inside, when all the breakers, like everything on the breaker box was was off. And I thought, oh, shoot, I should probably be dead or on the floor. Uh, could have felt it. I could have felt it. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Right, like I double checked, I triple checked, I made sure everything was good. Like I, you know, all of that. But like there was electric, there was electricity going through that current for sure, and I am fine. Yeah, and you, and you did the whole work of installing the light, and nothing happened. And nothing happened. Yeah, which I mean, it, that's just a coincidence, right? Is but, it though? But yeah, I, I am not that handy. I, I don't know. <laughs> what I what I know is that I think we're all expecting big miracles. Yeah. And so we overlook the small ones that happen on a fairly regular. I think they're fairly regular. Yes. Like that. Sure. <laughs> and and the, I forgot what the second thing was. But well, yeah, because I went off. No, no, that's Almost good. dying. Your, but. your diatribe was good. But I, I think like. Oh, and, and then the other thing is like. Oh, this this the second thing is that all the stuff we see that happened in the Bible on a regular basis, okay? All the miracles, all the things that Jesus did. As Christians, somehow we can um, accept it hmm. in the Bible, okay? But when it happens in real life, yeah. you know the first people to doubt? Oftentimes they're Christian. And, and yes. I, I'm going to tell a story. And this is a very personal story to take in, And I don't think she's going to mind. Should you double check? Before? No, it's fine. Okay. A few years ago, Tegan was going through some depression. Yeah. Uh, postpartum, and and it, it lasted quite a while. And that, sure. that's not um, that's not news. If you've read her book, and she does have a book called Salem Moments, can Come be on. found on Amazon. Go to um, Amazon.com. Yeah. Uh, it's that's actually it. a great read. And, and actually, people who have read it have messaged us and said, I can't believe, like, some of these stories have changed my life. Yeah. And, and anyways... She went through some depression. Sure. And she was sitting in her bed one night, and she was watching a uh, Christian speaker from the States, a yep. church called Bethel. And he basically said, you know, if you're if you're dealing with something in your life, you know, the classic reach out and, you know, touch, out, the, touch screen the screen and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, very churchy, very evangelical, very whatever. Anyway, she did it. And that night... God healed her mm. from her depression. I knew God healed her because the next morning she was a different human being. Yeah. Overnight, in an instant, her, the fog, the, 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 the thing that was weighing her down, all of that stuff was gone. And mm. she'd never gone back to it. Now, 
here, here's where the story gets weird. You know, weird because when she told her like coworkers and other people that weren't really faith people, yeah, they're like that's amazing, that's yeah, awesome, that's great. She had Christians messaging her, doubting that she was healed. Yeah, like they would verbally say to her, "Well, I don't know, were you really healed?" Hmm. Like were you? And and so that's my other point is that what was so normal in the Bible, hmm. so normal with Jesus and his disciples and other people doing it. Oh, we can believe that, but then oh. if God heals somebody, wow! I mean, were you really healed? Yeah. You know, we have a friend of ours who prayed for somebody one time, um, and that person was flatlining in the back of the ambulance that Mm -hmm. he was driving, and he said that God told him to pray for this person, and Paul's like, "Uh, he's dead, God. He gone. He gone, and and God said, pray for him, and Paul Paul Martin said, "Uh, okay, and it was like 20 minutes after this person flatlined, apparently. And he said, okay, God, um, you know, wake this guy up. And 20 minutes later, the guy popped right up. Yeah. So is that a coincidence? Like, not not just, you know, I just don't think like people doubted that, that, that this guy came back. They'll they'll try to scientific it or I'm making up words. Scientific it. (laughs) And logicalize it. And scientific it. Like it's a certificate that goes on somebody's toe. Yeah. 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 Like that's what I'm saying. Like, why is it so hard to believe that it happens today? Yeah. I, I honestly just think because people's faith is not faith in God. Uh, it's not actually faith in Jesus. It's just faith in themselves and what they can produce and what they can do. Sure. Right. Like we confuse it sometimes. We're like, wow, you know, I I have strong faith in Jesus. Do you though? Because I, yeah, because I can't rationalize like raising somebody from the dead. That's the point of faith. Then it doesn't happen. Like like that's the point of faith is like, if you believe, and again, right, like it's, if you believe in a super, supra or supernatural, whatever sup, whatever S word you want, um, if you believe that God is actually uh, all-powerful, all-knowing, um, you know, everywhere at the same time, why is it so hard to believe that he cares enough to be able to do stuff like that so that you're taken care of that the people around you can uh you know hear stories like that and be like oh that's wild um to me you know i just think it's it's a lack of faith right and people will you know probably say well you know you can end up over spiritualizing everything i I am not an over-spiritualizer. Like, I, I call stuff for what it is, right? Like, I, th- yeah. I think people know that about me at this point. Like, yeah. if if I think it's, it's, it is spiritual, I'll say that it is. Yeah. If I, if, if it's like, oh, my toothpaste, you know, turned blue, that's probably chemical. Right. Like, that's probably, yeah, that's like probably I'm weird. Not, I'm not saying waking up in the morning and saying, Lord, what should I wear today? And the Lord said, wear no. the worn shirt. No, okay. but, but but we've gotten to the point where, like, that's what we associate it with. Instead of just being somebody of faith of, like, you yeah. know what, God, if you're going to do something, 
you're going to do it. I, I think, and I'm okay with it. And I think when, when you talk about the lack of faith, I, I think it's really, it's doubt. Doubt. Well, right? yeah. Because well, that's what, yeah. if, if I've never been healed and I've asked for healing mm-hmm. and you get healed and you ask yeah. for healing, I'm either going to doubt that you're really healed because I'm jealous or yeah. I'm, or, and, and, and that's the thing, you don't, Christians are terrible somehow at not celebrating the wins with people that are of the faith. They're, they're more like, let me put you down or cast doubt on your, your moment or your, you, your situation. And, but, but why, why do kids do that? Like when one kid, when something good happens to another kid, why, why does the, the, the mean kid turn around and say like, well, that's a, stu- like, look, I got a new ball. That's a stupid ball. Yeah. I know. Why is this stupid ball? Because it's a stupid ball. Why? Because it's stupid. Because they got a ball that you wanted and you didn't get it. Exactly. So stop. Like, and it's the same thing with faith, right? People are like, oh, oh, come on, Lang. That's not a real. God didn't really do that. Why? Because he doesn't do that. Why? No, what you're really saying is you're jealous that god yeah, did something because he didn't for do it for me yeah and i think that's where you know when you when you bring all these things together hmm. there is a level of immaturity there's a level of lack yes. of faith there's a level of doubt there's a level of jealousy there's a level of misunderstanding the gospel and, and of who god is and mm-hmm. um there's all of that put together and we wonder why when like Jesus at one point said, you know, like even I can't do miracles where there's there's a ton of doubt present, yeah. right? And so, sure, miracles take. Why why did miracle take place for Tegan in her bedroom? Because she was the only one there, and she had a ton of faith in that moment that yes. it was going to happen, and it, there was no one there causing her to doubt or causing no. her to overthink it or no. over spiritual. You know, did God stop the plane and delay it? Well, I don't know. But for me, he did because I was the only one in my room and I just believed that God was going to do something. And and yes, it was a selfish, and I don't fully understand God because it was a selfish prayer. Like if I miss my flight, I miss my flight. But I I think the, the that kind of pure intention, the pure heart, there was no, you know, like, and like mm. I gave him all the praise and the glory in that atrium. Like sure, I yes. put my hands up. I started crying. <laughs> hey, yeah. I did. I started crying. My sisters were like, "What's happening?" I'm like, "God just provided." And like, I'm saying it loud. Like, yeah. and and I do think. Like, I wonder if if we're not looking for them, if we're not if we're not giving opportunity for them to take place, if we're not trusting faith wise in the Holy Spirit to to actually do all the prom. I mean, Jesus cast. Yeah, but demons into pigs and then threw those pigs off a cliff. I mean, and we're okay with that in the Bible. Yeah. But if someone said, I had a migraine and I prayed, and yet my son, he asks us, anytime he's sick, he asks us to pray, to pray for him. Yeah. And every single time so far, God has healed him from whatever he's been dealing yeah. with. And his little faith now yeah. is stirred up to Let's a point pray. where he's like, well, God's healed me. I know he's healed me a bunch of times. I'm just going to pray. Yeah. I, yes, I, if it becomes a pattern, right? For somebody that, that sees it, like, I can't tell you how many times God has provided, God's done things, but I can also tell you how many times I've prayed for things and it didn't happen. A hundred percent. And that's where I think people are immature. 
you are going to pray for things and God's going to do it. Yeah. You're going to pray for stuff too and God's not going to do it. It's the um, And that's okay. It's the what have you done for me lately? It, it's actually the Israelite syndrome. A hundred percent. Right? Israelites, oh. they cross the Jordan, they cross all these things, they put up uh, monuments to yes, remember. To remember. Yeah. And then what do they do? They forget. Well, God, oh. how do you brought us out into the desert uh, to kill us? A wall. You yeah. want us to walk yeah. around a wall? Like all the time. And we're the same. Like I know. God will provide. He'll do something. He'll provide a miracle. He'll do something. Uh, he'll speak to you in prayer. He'll speak to you in your in your Bible reading. He'll bring someone. He'll encourage you. You know, pick pick all yeah. the churchy things. You'll go to church one Sunday and have a fantastic totally. church day. And then the next day, or uh, you come to Birch. Where where, where is it? No, nope, wrong no, one. No, that's the nope. wrong one. No, nope. wait. Birch. You come to Birch. And you have a great burst thing, and you, you just feel totally yeah. connected to the community. And then you have a bad day three days later. And you forget. And, and you forget, and you pray, you ask God, to, uh, you know, where are God, you? God, where are you? Or where's my, you know, my Lord, I pray for my Ferrari, and you haven't provided. Yeah. And you're like, well, because our faith is based on results. Yeah. And when they're not the results we want, we, that- we get disappointed we, we stop believing in god but this is what i'm saying about lack of faith right or lack of trust in god because if you really believe he's got your best interests at heart he's not going to give you everything you want he does not because if he actually loves you why would he because there are things that i want that are not good for me like i I, I should not get them if i'm like god can you do? Can you make me the you know whatever of? Uh, God, can I own thirteen shackets? Yeah, well, he's provided. Come on, <laughs> he's provided for me. Um, um, we, we, at some point, we're gonna have to talk about that leather jacket you've been rocking, uh, your bomber coat. Yeah, well, I think Josh watched well, Top Gun. Listen, and listen, went to town. Listen, I don't care what anybody says about that coat. I went there to that Hudson's Bay. Come on, and I needed a coat. And this coat was the only one on the rack. Did it speak to you? I I saw it and I really liked it. And I tried a few different coats on. I needed I needed a coat. I needed a coat. And like it was the right price. It was everything I needed. And like for me, it was about oh, thank you, God, for providing this. For oh, me. you spiritualized it. I, I, but because I was looking for a coat, I'm not somebody that's like, well, you no, know, you're not. You're I, not. I, I'm going to go, oh, this is my coat. God provide. Like for me, for me, it's all of those moments of worship of being like, hey, thank you for this. Like yeah. it's worship is just rolling it up one, one extra layer, right? Oh, wow. This is a coat. Makes me look like, you know, I'm in, I'm in Jag. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you, God. Now, do you have a call sign? Are you, are you Maverick? Means. Goose, I don't like, like birds. Top Gun. I don't like birds. Well, I mean, you have to have a call sign if you wear the jacket. You know what? Let me think about it. Shlomo. No, no. Bagels. Pete. Pete. Yeah, I don't know. Call sign can be whatever you want. Kaifas. No, that's weird. It, it, like John. Like so, it's like, John, John the Baptist. Josh John the Baptist saying, "Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah." So anyway, <laughs> wow. all that to say, yeah. um, miracles everywhere. Everywhere. But the problem is, you know, if you're not looking at it through, through eyes of faith, you won't see it. And I don't think it's a bad thing uh, to call out certain things as, as 
you know, miracles or God providing or something like that, that's okay. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be the word miracle. No, it can be, you know, God, you know, however you want to interpret that. God had his hand on it. God stepped in. God provided. God had a miracle. If I believe that God cares about me and he owns everything and he loves me enough to be able to provide stuff for me, like, why wouldn't I believe that he's going to provide things like a coat? Uh, Like, the Bible literally says, everything that you need, he provides. How come I can't believe that the paycheck that I get and going to the store finding the coat is God's provision for me. Sure. Like, that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's where people get cynical and weird. Yeah. Is because, oh. uh, And because there are those who do take it too far, right? Sure. On the other end of it. But again, I I think there's balance in this. And I think think we can, we're not looking for a miracle or the devil under any rock and every rock. But if we do have, as the Bible says, eyes to see, yeah. And ears to hear. The Lord is working and the Lord is doing stuff. Yes. And so, it's good. Yeah, it's great. And being honest about the fact that there's sometimes I need something and I go to the mall and I don't find it. But this day, I did. You did. Come on. And uh, so when you put this jacket on. Yes. And you walk out the door. Do you turn back every time and go, Bye. <laughs> Thank you.